Welcome to another episode of Heroes and a Podcast, where we talk about heroes and comic books, TV shows, movie trailers, movie rumors, basically anything that may fall under the geekdom umbrella. Uh, Again, just appreciate you guys checking out the podcast. Uh, My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. Uh, And today, it's going to be Heroes and Arrow Season 3. So, Andy, how'd you like it? Let's start with the simple... Simple question. Let's, How'd you like it? All right, man. Let's get after it. Uh, Hero, excuse me, uh, Arrow season three. I, I liked it. I I would give it a solid thumbs up. Uh, it wasn't my favorite one out of the previous out seasons. Of the three that we've seen so far. Yeah, definitely wasn't my favorite one. Uh, definitely had some some high points, some low points, but I, I I definitely liked it, and I've. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future because I think they uh, they're gonna they're gonna do a lot of good things in the future. I think with with next season with Arrow and uh, with some of the other spinoff TV shows. But we'll talk about that later. But as far as just season that's three podcast, that's in, yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> um, as far as season three in, by itself, I liked it. Uh, if I had to look, if I look back at the season and I think hard about some what, what were some of my favorite parts about the season overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite parts was definitely the mystery behind who. Well, okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler right. alert. We'll just say Let's put that out there. Yeah, potential spoilers for the whole season of <laughs> Arrow season three. Yes. So if, if you're, you're watching on Netflix, exactly in the distant future, fair warning. Yes. So um, you've been warned. My one of my favorite parts about the season was the mystery behind who murdered uh, Black Canary. I absolutely love love that storyline. I thought it was uh, entertaining. I thought it, there were so many um, cliffhangers. I you didn't you really. I don't know how you could have guessed who really killed the person uh, right. killed Black Canary. And just if you uh, you I didn't think about this earlier, but you reminded me of this, Cody. But that was at the end of episode one. Right, like, right out the gate. I didn't. That's what we're dealing with. I, I, I didn't remember that. I thought it was maybe like episode two or three, but right out of the gate, you know, episode one of season three, they end the episode with the death of Black Canary, and you, the viewer, not knowing who it was, and you really have no idea who it was, um, and so that I loved it. I thought it was good. It definitely because that that storyline definitely played out for the first few episodes of the season. And so it was, that by itself was entertaining. Yeah, it played and, out for a good, por- a good yeah, portion of the Yeah, and so first, that was entertaining enough first half. Uh, for the viewer to keep on watching week in, week out. So I really I really enjoyed that. That was probably one of my favorite parts of season three. Another part that I really enjoyed was the mid-season finale. I think you and I can easily agree on this. Definitely. It was amazing. It really was. Seeing, seeing oh my all gosh. those ca- Team Flash and Team Arrow together. Uh, was awesome. Well, I, I guess I consider that a two-parter, but yeah, uh, because of the crossover. But, but particularly the the actual Arrow midseason finale, yeah, was huge. It was huge. It was it was uh, it was almost unexplored territory. Like, I, man, you only being a comic book fan, being a superhero fan, you really this was such a like a dream matchup. It was so you know, and so to finally see 
the Green Arrow, even though he calls himself Arrow on the TV show, to see this right. character go up against Ra's al Ghul, like, or Raish al Ghul. I, I love you know? with it was that great. fight how s- kind of scary it was. <laughs> Beca- and you don't really, like, going up, the whole time Arrows or Oliver's climbing that, the cliffside, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, he's got this. Like, he's the freaking Arrow, of course. Like he's, There's no way he's going to lose to it's, this guy. But he then, fought Slade Wilson. But then on the flip side. And then on, he gets up there. <laughs> but on the flip side, as much as you and I can say he's Oliver, Oliver freaking Queen, he's the Arrow, you can easily say, but how does Razo Ghoul lose to Oliver freaking Queen? Yeah. Like, he, like he's... He's you the know a great demon. yeah he's a great enemy of the Batman like right you know so like as much as as much as uh, during the episode he's making that climb and you're just like oh he has this Oliver has this no big deal he'll win at the same time I don't know how you can count out r- r- you know Raza yeah, Ghul like I, I guess I was counting him watching that episode I was counting him out because. We hadn't seen a whole lot of Razo like yeah. of this Razo Ghul yet. Exactly. I know, of course, Batman Razo Ghul uh-huh. like that whole dynamic, but not seeing him yet. I love when he gets he finally gets up there and he's like Razo Ghul says he has to take his shirt off because that's how they have they do these kind of fights. And then Oliver takes two swords and he's like uh, they go to they go to fight and Oliver's like you don't have any weapons. And what's he say? What's Ra's al Ghul? He says, he says, I'll take yours when you're finished with them. (laughs) Like, like Oliver's going to just hand them over (laughs) or something. It's like, it's absolutely incredible. Like, it was just uh, the character I thought of Ra's al Ghul this season was, was also a good highlight. Uh, It was a good portrayal. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk more about that later, but it was, I mean, he did a good job with that. So the mid season finale, man, I mean, the cliffhanger, literally the cliffhanger, like, that fight happens the choreography was it was great it was amazing the fight was intense it was realistic it was everything you wanted in that scene and then to see oliver lose and die pushed off a cliff and (laughs) and the way they're cutting those like him you see him pretty it looks like he's dying yeah uh but cutting it in with Memories of Felicity and oh, like yeah. uh, Felicity and just what he's kind everyone, of been up to. Everyone, everyone that home. he's like, yeah. yeah, like even I, I, I'm pretty sure there was even stuff like from the island, maybe yeah. like those kind of flashbacks. <laughs> seeing like he was seeing his his life end before, like you know his life being played out before his eyes. It really kind of paints a dark picture. It was gnarly, dude. I remember when when that aired. Uh, we <laughs> we talked about like I'd kind I said that I was glad shows did a mid-season finale because in during winter break or you know during that winter break i don't have time to think about what's (laughs) going on in starling city so i i said that thinking oh and then like before the finale or mid-season finale came out and then the mid-season finale comes out and all i can think about is what's happening to starling city without the arrow it was it was amazing dude i just thought they did such a good job with it um Oh my gosh! It was so intense. Like you just really, like as much as you're. It thinking, looks like it looks like Russell Gould's just playing with. Yeah, him. you don't. And that scene ends, and you're like, "What? 
like did he die like he really just died you don't even know yeah he really just died and then it's like and then everything in you is like no 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 like there's no way they just killed like, off it's the called main. the arrow yeah it's called arrow. he's like, the arrow yeah there's no way he died but even with all of that logic and you know you're just thinking i can't believe that just happened like it was a it was a big blow to all the fans like I just witnessed this man get murdered by right. by Razor Go. So that that was easily that was one of my favorite parts of the season. Uh but enough about me and my thoughts of the season. Uh Cody Pick, what do you got, man? My favorite part of the season. That midseason finale is amazing. Yeah. But I think my favorite part of the season is definitely gonna be the season opener, uh episode one of season three. The title of the episode was called The Calm. And I thought that was really great that they titled it that because you see in the beginning of that episode how Team Arrow kind of has this this whole thing down like clockwork at this point of yeah. of catching bad guys, catching you know crooks and all that, saving the city, protecting the city. They're coming off of having defeated Slade Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, his Mirakuru army, and yeah. all that thing, all that stuff, stopping Amanda Waller from blowing up the city to stop Slade. Uh, so they're coming off that. We've seen that they've they've developed a bit. Uh, we see Roy Ar- Roy's new outfit officially debuted as the Arsenal. As, yeah, exactly. Uh, which I think his outfit was really sick. Side note. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they did a good job with that. Yeah. But uh, so we see that. Uh, I even love that. There's a point where Oliver is dressed up as the Arrow and he finishes what he's like catching somebody, and then he like changes and he his you see his bow like shrink up to be like. Almost pocket size, like a briefcase, like or in a briefcase yeah. or something. He just puts it and he puts the bag like aside, and then he walks out to have dinner with Felicity. Yeah, which is another reason why I love that. Which it's going to be ironic later on when we talk about what I didn't like about it. Uh huh. But uh-huh. seeing, uh, like that kind of budding romance, and they're finally taking a shot at this. Uh, I just, I, I really liked that there was for once, and really until the end of the season, probably the only happy moments in in Arrow. But for once, there was a, a really light tone to the show, uh, and and I thought that was really awesome, seeing Arrow, or seeing Oliver and Felicity, you know, the potential there for them to... To finally have that to relationship. To finally have a relationship mm-hmm. that, that the fans, and that I think they've been kind of wanting for a long time. And then the season, or the episode ends with the death of... <laughs> black canary of well i'm sorry of the canary yeah uh black canary's laurel i guess we'll figure out later but so you see the episode end with her saying uh she says what are you doing here to whoever to whoever whoever's there we mm-hmm. we won't find we don't don't find that out for much later on in the series uh but that it, it definitely seeing a main character especially how influential uh sarah was throughout season two uh but also just the development of Oliver, be, like knowing that he needs to become the arrow, uh, realizing all the wrong that he's done and how he's kind of wrecked his life uh, mm-hmm. leading up to his time on the island. Uh, how influential she was then for her to die right out the gate. I think it sets the tone for the rest of the season in a very big way. It almost it made everything real. Like I felt like that was a big hit for team arrow and i felt like everyone felt it i felt i it seemed to me like the, everyone did a really good job 
in portraying the effect of, of that death. But, you know, Felicity and, and, and Roy and Diggle, like all those guys, like. It, yeah, we definitely see the fallout yeah, that they, for all of Team Arrow. It was a big hit and like um, it definitely rocked their world. And right. for me, as, as I was watching, I'm like, that this is like, there's no way like this is one of those deaths that matter. You right. know, like in a story, in, in in a TV show, in a movie, whatever. Like this is like this is one of those one, when someone dies, like this is an important character. And when this person died, like it was gonna um, play out and have a big effect on the rest of the rest of the the cast and the rest of the characters. And we see that really early in this season, right? And and we ultimately ultimately that's kind of what starts the the conflict for leading up to the League of Shadows and. Uh, bringing in Ra's al Ghul, yeah. ultimately with Nyssa, uh, and then even the fall like there's fallout there with Sarah's dad and how the city is turned against Oliver. So, but yeah, definitely that mid season uh, or that I'm not sorry, the season opener, the calm was my favorite, my high point of the season. There were definitely, I think if we, I think most people are going to look at this season and they're going to be disappointed with it, and I think there are things that they missed. But I think if we, if people like stopped and they like really thought about all the cool things that we saw this season, yeah, I think realistically, I think they outweigh the the, the, the good cons. outweighs the bad. You yeah, think? I think so. I I I would say that because I think like just talking about it now, you know, we saw Laurel become the Black Canary. Like we saw right. her transform into that character. We, we saw, saw her for once, first time in the show. Really have some some strength. We. She's kind of kind of whiny in season one, season two. She's a drunk and uh, she's an alcoholic. Yeah, she's bi- she's battling her demons in season two. She like you said, she was a little whiny, uh, a little annoying in season one, and so and and so like it was almost like um, the fans didn't really weren't really feeling her, you know. Right. And I'm glad that the, the the writers and the creators they they did what they did with her in that tra- in her transformation this yeah. season. But like her being trained, I thought was really neat. Uh, you know, uh, wildcat. Yeah, like you, you know, her going through that training, really giving it almost like validating, like, oh yeah, like she's being trained by someone who knows their stuff. It's not like she just saw Arrow throw a punch, and so now she knows how to throw a perfect punch. Right. You know, and like, I really like that when she finally puts on, uh, she finally puts on the suit and all that. And I think I believe I believe that's while. Oliver is gone. If I'm not I, mistaken, I think they're battling Brick. What, during, yeah, it's after the midseason finale, I think. Um, I love that she's really fumbling a lot when uh, <laughs> when all that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Like she tries to be like you see Oliver and Roy jump down on cars and hardcore parkour all yeah. over the place, but then she like there's a point where she tries to jump down on a van and she just like stumbles falls off the van. Yeah, and, and she, there's times where she's silly. It does look silly compared to those guys, right? But it just shows like she's not there yet, yeah, and she's and, new to this and whole I, thing. And I think that makes it real, and I appreciate what they did with her. And so there were a lot of good things. I think if yeah, everyone you can't just wake up and be a superhero, exactly. And so that I think, um, I think most people are going to think that there were a lot of misses to the season, and that it wasn't that good of a season. Um, I think it was a good season. I, I think there were a lot of good things about it, but. Obviously, there were some areas of the season where they dropped the ball, where they, you know, they missed missed a target on some things. There were some weak points to it. Um, for me, th- like transitioning into the weak parts, the the weaknesses of the series of the of the season. For me, one of the things would be the flashbacks. I think I think the flashbacks were, uh, man, for that first half they were good, 
and they were there was a purpose to them and they made sense and they were mm-hmm. carrying the story and they were developing the storyline to Oliver's past. Yeah, because it's always been, particularly in season two, the way they mirror those, the, season, uh, the flashbacks. It was great. In season two was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but the way they mirror those things, I thought I thought in season two was really awesome. And I think in the first half of season of season three, that's happening. Uh, but throughout the rest of the season, I, I don't they know how well. Yeah, they definitely dropped the ball. But also, so like, so the flashbacks I thought was a weak point to it. I didn't think that the second half of the flashbacks really developed any storylines. I really didn't care. Like when a flashback came up, I was like, oh, okay, like I can check my phone. Like yeah. I can respond to a text message. Like I, I really don't need to pay attention to this part of the TV show yeah. the episode. I, I think with the flashbacks, uh, before the mid-season finale, we see that Maceo is a member of the League of Assassins. Uh, and so that naturally kind of generates a, a response of, okay, either Tatsu died, and so that created this you know, this need for him or this this uh, feeling that this was his only, only escape, his yeah. only way out was to join the League of Assassins, or his son died. Uh, and so when we see t- uh, Tatsu... Which it I don't think it's in the mid season finale. It's a couple episodes in uh on the second half of the season. But when we see her again, we know then that his son must have died. But then we don't actually see that played out until almost the end of the season. And yeah. that kinda was that seemed like wait like everybody knew that that's where they were going and so it seemed like it just took too long to get there. Yeah, and I think I think once you realize that all those flashbacks later on, they were just more chase scenes. Someone was chasing Oliver. Yeah, it seemed and seemed like it's just stalling. Yeah. Of. And so it was like, uh, I, I don't need to pay attention to this anymore. And so, and that's what I felt like for the most part, you really didn't until maybe the second to last episode or the third, you know, the yeah. last episode where those flashbacks kind of mattered because yeah. they connected some dots. And you see Oliver uh, torturing the, torturing yeah. Shreve, General Shreve. And all those, yeah. Those so things. like all that stuff doesn't happen to like the, the last two episodes of the season. So, um, so for me, that was definitely the one of the weak parts, weak points of the season was the flashbacks. CP, how about you, man? What What was one of your least favorite parts of it? So, like I said, one of my favorite parts of the season opener was the Oliver and Felicity, uh, them having a relationship. So the irony is that from there, through the rest of the season, I the Felicity, if you will, if you will, Andy, <laughs> I see what uh, you did. I see what you did. <laughs> combining the names, uh-huh. it's, it's something that they've been doing yeah. for you know probably since Twilight. But uh, <laughs> so I I really just kind of got tired of it because they. Like you see that so, m- you see them go back and forth where Oliver's like, "I love you and I want to be with you, but I can't be with you and be the arrow." And Felicity's like, "I I want you to be with me, and be the arrow because she values what he's doing as the arrow." Uh, and I get that they're, like, there's that conflict there, but at the same time, I feel like they they spend so much time going through that that it's just got tiring to me because then you get Ray Palmer in. And it's clear that uh, at first it seems like Felicity and Ray are really hitting it off and that she's going to end. She may end up with him. Uh, But then you see Oliver's like not okay with it in the least bit. And then later on, you you see that Felicity realizes that she doesn't love Ray and she actually loves she actually loves Oliver. And 
now he's going to join the League of Assassins. At one point, she gets ticked off. I think it's when he comes back from the dead. Yeah. She gets ticked off at him about uh, the fact that he didn't say, oh, hey, I'm coming back into town. He came back in to stop Brick. I'm sorry he didn't have enough time to say, "Hey, honey, I'm coming home. I'm back. I'm back." Yeah, like, but so I feel I feel like we get that kind of dynamic played out a lot in superhero movies. I'm sure we've. I'm pretty confident we've seen it in, or I know we've seen it in Spider-Man and in, in Amazing, the two newest Amazing Spider-Mans. We also see it in uh, in the Nolan Batman trilogy. With uh, Batman Rachel. and Rachel Dawes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like he's like, after I'm done being like, when we're n- when the Batman's no longer needed, we can be together. And then she dies, and so he's just you know thrown into his uh, nine inch nails and all that that they joke, <laughs> oh, all those jokes they no. make in in Dark yeah. Knight Rises. Uh, but then also, and I loved in like we've we've seen that done a lot. So we've seen the I want to be with you, but I can't be with you because I'm a hu- superhero. And then I think some of the reason I may have gotten fed up with that being in Arrow was at the same time of the second half of the season, uh, the Daredevil show came out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And in the Daredevil show, again, spoiler alerts for Daredevil. Sorry we didn't put that in the name or up front. But uh, you see Daredevil meets Rosario Dawson's character. Mm -hmm. She's a nurse. She, uh She heals him up, right? Uh, takes care of him, helps him. So you see her a couple times in the early episodes, uh, and then like there's a budding romance again. They you know kiss a couple times. She stays at his apartment, things like that. Uh, but then she's conflicted about him going out to be the man in the mask, mm-hmm. and he says that he has to do this, and he can't be with her because he has to do this. And so, and then she leaves. And they both kind of, they know that they can't be together because of that. Uh, and you see her later on in the, in the season uh, when she comes and patch, patches him up one more time. Uh, and they kind of hint towards that. But it's not an ongoing, it's not an ongoing thing. Yeah. Where they're dealing with, oh, I love you, but I need to be the man in the mask. I need to be the devil of Hell's Kitchen. And so I think that, I think that definitely probably played into like seeing, oh, they can do a superhero Without him being conflicted about a love interest, that may have played so into me not what being crazy about Felicity. <laughs> so what you're saying is, um, Marvel got you, and they were able to affect the way you saw a DC product. Is what you're yeah, telling. they did. Okay, that MCU, bro. <laughs> All right. So okay, <laughs> as much as I know you don't appreciate so much of the the development and the dynamics of the relationship between Oliver and Felicity. I know for me, like that was one of the, one of my favorite parts about it. I I appreciate that kind of stuff. I appreciate the cheese and, and those love stories and in those, Such romance. I know, I know, I know, but it's, it's one of those things that I thought it gives, it gives it another, it, it gives arrow as a show, another aspect to it another element to it and so yeah maybe cheesy at times yeah it may drag on longer than it needs to or needs to, it maybe it may be maybe it's too dramatic but it, it it adds another element to it than it just being a quote-unquote superhero tv show and so, so you're not just seeing 
Oliver beat the crap out of guys. Yeah, exactly. You're not just you're not just chasing. The, I guess the, I can appreciate the, that. Yeah, exactly. The guy, the good guy isn't just chasing the bad guy, and then at the end of each episode, <laughs> he gets caught, and that's it. You know, so. Um, but so I I definitely appreciate that. But I can see your point too as well. Oh, maybe they dragged it on too long. Uh, maybe I mean that kind of seems to be part of the issue with season three is the flow of season three. Right. Um, kind of just the whole way. And I think some of that is due to the how how well that season opener was, and then again how well the, the mid season finale was because those both of those episodes I think were the strong some of the strongest in the history of the of all like all uh, the seasons of yeah. the show, and so when you have you have episodes like that, and then you have you have some like the one particular episode where Oliver like they're in. Um, Oh crap! What uh, Corto Maltese? Uh-huh. And they're just trying to like find Thea. Like, oh yeah, it yeah, just yeah. seemed like it wasn't like I get that Thea is important to the show and to Oliver. Uh, which I guess uh, it seems like a lot of this season was just about developing Team Arrow. Um, yeah, I can but it just see seemed that. like there was a lot of times in flashbacks and even some like, modern day or present time stuff that they were just kind of spinning their wheels. Yeah, I think the flow, some of the flow, they they weren't able to hit right on the right on the head but uh particularly we see that with like the conflict between uh oliver and 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 roz right that flow there between the our our hero you know the arrow and the big bad of season three being raised you know being roz that that could have been done a lot smoother and the flow would have could have been a lot better um, that way, at the end, when we, you know, when they finally meet or when they finally have this battle, it, there's a big payoff because they've been building yeah. towards this. Because the first time we see Oliver fight Roz in the midseason finale, he gets his he, he he gets his butt handed to him. Yeah, he really yeah. just gets dis- kind of disgraced. Yeah, uh, and so, which I thought again that like that got made built so much excitement for mm-hmm. uh, for the future and for that next be- that next show off. And that next f- fight where you knew Oliver had to win uh, or it was death for sure. Um, but, yeah, it just seemed like there was there was so much time. And it maybe again, I, th- I think Arrow is just a victim of its own success because season two, we see after the midseason finale, the midseason finale is the big reveal that Slade's alive yeah. and he's out for blood. He's out yeah. for he wants to ruin Oliver's life, uh, mm-hmm. his whole life. He wants to take everything he can from him. Uh, and then every episode after that mid-season finale, once they came back, every episode counted and was building towards that and was deepening the ways that uh, that Slade was orchestrating this whole thing and he was always one step ahead of Oliver in, in Team Arrow. It was sick. I mean, the way they did it in season two, it that really was really something enjoyable to the point that I told uh, I told one of my buddies who doesn't watch the show mm-hmm. when it came to season two i'm like it's one of the best shows on tv I and agree. he had a hard time believing me he thought i was saying it was one of the best superhero tv shows so i'm like no 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 it's one of the best tv shows on tv at period i would i would bank on it because that's the way they really built up season two was incredible but this is not an episode about season two it's an episode about, about season season three yeah right. and so the flow for season three wasn't up to par with the previous season and i think that's kind of like what you were saying because of how good it was with season two i mean 
the, the maybe the bar was set too high. Yeah. And so they could Do you think do you think had season had this been season two, do you think it would have been appreciated more? I uh, I think so. I, I I think so. I I think that if the you know if they you know if if season one was good and then season two was kind of you know was good up to par, but then if you know if season three is one like yeah of course like they you can it's always good to build off of what right. you've already planted and so the you know the foundation you've already built and mm-hmm. so yeah if season if season three would have had that same flow and consistency and you know the structure of it and with the storylines and the episodes with the way season two even even if season two because it's good it's great it's amazing even with all of that if they did you know something very similar with season three it would have been just as good and like we would have loved it you know we would have not thought we got ripped off or it was oh they just did the same thing they copied you know season two no i think everyone would have loved it but uh, so the flow was a little tough, I thought, for for season three. Um, but again, kind of like what I was saying, the the big fight or the big conflict between Oliver and Raza Ghoul was definitely it, it wasn't there. It, it just wasn't there. Like I, I wasn't really invested in it the way I was with, with mm-hmm. the other seasons. Um, but I think I, I, speaking of, of speaking of Raz. I think with him being the big villain of this season, we kind of knew there was hints that maybe he was going to be the big villain for the yeah, season. Yeah, and I I think they made I think they made that evident pretty early on. Yeah, uh, that that it was going to be him, and of course, like we we really knew that he was coming because of casting reveals and all that. Uh, but I think somehow somehow between knowing he was the big bad and and getting to that conflict. I don't I, I don't know how I I can't say for sure how it would have been better or how they could have done it better. Uh it just seemed like it just seems like it the fight at the end of season three in the season finale wasn't worth the payoff. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a payoff. But just looking at the character, did you enjoy uh Razagul? Did you enjoy how they portrayed him? We've only really seen him on you know Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, yeah. you know Batman Begins in, in, a, in a live action setting. Yeah, and so um, did 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 they get it right for the TV show? What do you think, man? Did you like it? I definitely enjoyed, and I I really I loved seeing uh, Matt Nable uh, portray portray Razal Ghul. It was definitely like he was he was great about getting you to kind of fear him. Uh, particularly again, like the first time, first couple times we actually see him, uh, he's the, the dialogue that he has, the way he portrays himself, he's really fearful. Particularly again in that mid-season finale when he says that uh, he'll take his blades from Oliver, he definitely does a good job of of putting the fear uh, and seeming all not all powerful, but you know, kind of an eternal presence it definitely yeah it was the way he was so cocky and the way he was so confident and the way he was able to back it up on yeah. when that battle with Oliver, right. you know it made it like oh snap like it it just kind of like triggered something in you that he he's carrying this character in a di- in a different direction than maybe the way liam neeson did it in batman begins mm-hmm. you know and so i definitely enjoyed it i thought he did a good job I thought he was good. I thought he had big shoes to fill. 
And I thought for sure. I thought Raza Ghoul, that's Liam Neeson. Like like that's you know, that's Nolan's film that's in Batman Begins. Yeah, with, how, with how recent memory those, Yeah, those yeah. I'm like are. I'm like, yeah, good luck trying to do that. You know, it's gonna it's gonna look terrible. This is gonna be this is a bad idea. But I really liked it. I, I was like, okay, they somehow they were able to pull it off and I think there's a lot you know, we gotta give credit where it's due. And I think they did a good job with with um with Raza Ghoul. Going and looking, you know, looking, we've kind of talked a lot about the whole season overall. Looking just at the last, at the last episode, Cody, did you, I think I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. The fight wasn't nearly as um, exciting as the mid-season finale. Sure. The, the fight was kind of weak. It the, Even the choreography, like it didn't, it just wasn't. It wasn't that big of a deal. It didn't yeah. look like a big fight necessarily. It's, it seemed it seemed to me like with that season finale that had they done just one more episode, I think they would have. I think they would have been good, given more time to be able to play out that fight on screen. Yeah, I did enjoy a lot of the season finale though. I enjoyed uh, the the conflict between Oliver and Team Arrow because they're now seeing like for the at that point. Uh, it's been two or three episodes where they've seen him be pretty much straight up evil. Where Oliver is seem he seems to be drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, he's fully uh-huh. like he's no longer drinking green Kool Aid. He's drink- he's drinking he's drinking that demon Kool Aid. <laughs> he's he's drinking that uh, that Lazarus Kool Aid, and so that Lazarus pit Kool Aid. So seeing him so like that kind of evil, going through with this marriage to Nissa, all those things, and all of that kind of these. These feelings that the the team arrow has been forced to trust Malcolm Merlin, yeah, who at one point tried to level the city, mm-hmm. like level their city, and later on we see in the season he's the person who's responsible for the death of he Canary. orchestrated, yeah. yeah, he orchestrated Sarah's death, and so having like putting them to trust the, uh, R- Merlin without telling them, without communicating, I get why I understand why Oliver had to do it, and I think that definitely that was what needed to be done but at the same time to have like that's going to carry some weight for those characters and i thought yeah. it was really cool seeing that unpacked i liked that you see even at the end of the end of the season you see that diggle's still not okay with oliver he's still not like he he appreciates their friendship but i mean oliver kidnapped his daughter or not his daughter his wife yeah and threatened his daughter but um yeah, there's definitely going to be some weight there that that Diggle's not okay with, but then you get to see you get to see them ride off into the sunset. Uh, you get to see Oliver and Felicity ride off into the sunset together, which I thought was a good bookend for the way the season opened, uh, and and the way that like from the season opener to the mid-season finale, seeing Oliver happy and with Felicity and starting a relationship. To the end of them being together, and Oliver has that line where he's like, "Can I say something weird? I'm happy." They ride off into the sunset, and I will say that sunshines and rain- sunshine and rainbows. I I did appreciate that a lot. That was, again, I'm 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 a sucker for those storylines, and so it was I, that was really neat to see them finally get that the ending that they deserved, the ending that we all wanted, and so I was a happy ending. I, yeah, I I like that a lot. Um, but just the actual, go back to the episode, just the, the season finale episode. 
Diggle having his trust his trust issues with Oliver, I totally get it. Yeah, like he he got betrayed by his his best man. Yeah, like he like it's it's it, it points back to like it's you can build your you know your trust and your credibility, but you can lose it in one moment. You Definitely. know, and so, and so man, it, it I was like okay, like this is it's really playing out the way it needs to play out, mm-hmm. and I the the way that I think it would play out naturally. Uh. That was huge. <laughs> that was huge for sure. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Andy's laughing at something else, and I just I'm I'm trying to keep it together for the sake of, for the sake of you guys. And so, uh, but also we see in that episode, uh, we see Ray Palmer at the end. Let's talk about Ray Palmer at the end. He gets seems like he gets blown up. <laughs> that guy almost died. He, 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 I don't know. I I'm pretty sure. Like I'm not pretty sure. I. I've never died, so I don't know how the whole thing kind of works, but I'm pretty sure that a building, being in a building when it explodes, that's not that's not going to be in your favor. Yeah, but obviously with uh, the new the new show that's coming out, we know that he's alive, that he survived. But um, that's one of the things that I definitely have to kind of going back to the whole season overall. They did a lot, and they expanded the the DC, you know tv universe and so dc tv <laughs> that's all that's a mouthful it's gonna it's gonna it's gotta become an acronym yeah I mean, we have the mcu it's got dc tv yeah exactly that that actually sounds really good dc tv you <laughs> you heard it here first um but it worked i thought they expanded new characters they you know they introduced the atom and they did a lot of they did a couple of crossover episodes with the flash and so they kind of brought that which they started the Flash stuff in season two, but yeah, they really but brought that in. Exactly. And with, you know, the Flash being on Arrow and then Arrow being on the Flash. And so um, it was good, man. I, I, I enjoyed um, the season overall. Season finale, I thought I thought it was okay. I enjoyed the happy ending. And so I'm just kind of, I'm really excited to see what comes next with season four. What do um, you think with season four? At the end of season three, we see that Malcolm Merlin is now the new Ra's al Ghul. And I think this was really probably his play all along. Uh, yeah, that's, that's probably true. What do you think about that, though? I think I didn't see that coming. I will say Me I... either. Definitely I, not. He gets the ring from, from Ra's, and he takes it, and I'm like... Okay, no, that's, from Oliver. Yeah. Oliver hands him the ring. Yeah, but when he, the, when he battles Ra's al Ghul and he, he kills him, he takes a ring and he just keeps it. So I'm like in my head, I'm thinking, what is he gonna do with it? Like he, like maybe Oliver is gonna secretly be or yes. try to keep it from Team Arrow. Exactly, or something. exactly. I'm like, I don't know how that's, this. is. That's where I thought it was going with that. And so I'm like, okay, where what are they gonna do? And then they, he has that exchange with with Merlin and he gives him the ring and I my mouth dropped. Like I was like, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. And it's I, totally justified. Like I mean, like Merlin says that uh, that. His blade, that his Ra's al Ghul's blade, pierced him. He almost died, but he didn't, and that's what the prophecy foretold. And it, it's kind of a roundabout way, but it's totally Merlin. Like that's totally exactly. the way Merlin would play it out. Exactly. So I thought I thought th- I thought that was a good twist. I don't think for season four, I don't think Merlin's going to be the villain. I hope not. I I hope not again. And I don't want it to be Merlin as the new Ra's. I don't want that either. And so, despite I, how much I love Malcolm Merlin, yes, I don't, I, I don't think that's going to be the villain. I hope it's not, but I think there's going to be a lot of. It's the possibilities are I think are going to be 
are man they have a lot of different things a lot of different ways they can go with it you know you'll have the flash you know back in you know season two you'll have the new tv show legends Legends of of tomorrow Tomorrow. and so you'll have another group of heroes as well to maybe interact with and so i think it's gonna be really cool to see what they pull off for season season four uh cody any anything you're excited for with season four anything you think they're gonna try to do or anything like that in particular i i think we're finally gonna see hive and we're finally gonna see kind of what happens to diggle's brother and that's something they've been hinting at since season one and kind of just like subtly dealing with a couple times with Deadshot stuff because Deadshot is, of course, you know, the one who executes Diggle's brother. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I feel like we'll finally get to see that portrayed uh, and that played out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see, you know, all those kind of guys. And so I'm really excited about that. I think that's definitely something that I've been excited for and wanting to see because it definitely carries a lot of weight for uh, for Diggle's reasons for joining Team Arrow and yeah. being a part of the show and where and, Diggle's at. So. And it can uh, give some more backstory and the character development to those guys that maybe don't have so much um, screen time. Um, like Diggle, maybe um, his brother even. you know. Yeah. And so um, they can do some really cool stuff with that. Um, and but y- potential for flashbacks with Deadshot, which I'm excited. I hope he's not, again, spoiler alert, I hope that he's not really dead. Also, don't forget, like, they pulled that off in season three. Like, they brought him back for just an episode. I right. forgot. Like, yeah. that was a fun episode when they went back to the island. <laughs> and then in the flashback that episode, Oliver was back in, in back home. That's when he killed, that's when he murdered the drug dealer. That's when he killed the, or he broke the drug dealer. You're talking dealer. about uh, Deathstroke. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, seeing so, him back for that one episode Yeah, was don't cool. forget, like. Yeah, that happened in season three. Like, there's a lot of good moments right. that happened in season three. That I was talking about the, with Deadshot, not Floyd Lawton. Yes, correct. I did. I did love Slade Wilson. Yeah, but that's what I it really made me hope think that, of that. That uh, the Deadshot is not truly dead, yeah. uh, because that guy. I I really wish. Uh, I apologize, Will Smith, but <laughs> I really wish that the Arrow Deadshot. It was the dead shot for Suicide Squad. Mm. Love you, Will Smith. We'll see what happens. All right, man. So uh, that's pretty much it. That's uh, that's our episode. That's the episode for Heroes and Arrow. Arrow season three. Season three. And so, uh, again, I appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at uh, Heroes underscore and. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, go ahead and email us at heroesandpodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, we'll love to hear from you guys. Appreciate you guys checking out the episode once again. Um, but for uh, from all of us here, um, I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And, and we're out. We're out. We're out.